we'll get out of here. We'll always end it with uh, our best comedy stories. And then comedy stories, we should like talk about uh, our first experience of starting stand-up comedy, our very first mic or show. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, wanna, I can take this one. I can take this one. It was at a beer. Well, I guess the reason we wanted to share this too, or should we say that for another one? Actually, no. I'll just share my first comedy story. If we want to riff on it, we can. But um, it was back in, I think I started 2015, January mm-hmm. 2015. Uh, my first show was at this place called the Beer Baron Tavern. Now mm-hmm. the DC Comedy Loft and Beer Baron Tavern in DC. Uh, and it was a very interesting thing because, like, I had to even get into comedy was treacherous. Like, I didn't know you could just go up there and do stand up. I thought somebody had, like, hire you to be funny. So yeah. I had done it for like three years, but I thought about it. And uh, my first night up, it was after a year's worth of taking classes with this um, an OG in the DC comedy game, if not comedy itself, with the fat doctor. I'm not sure if you're hip, but I was in his classes for a year. But I was so scared of public speaking at that time. I barely spoke up in the class. I only did the writing. So I had journals mm-hmm. of shit at home. And uh, I was just in my head so much that I never shared anything. But come tonight in my first uh, night going up, I was so in my head about writing. I took a, a thing of uh, index cards on stage. <laughs> it was trying to read through the cards, kind of like <laughs> like I'm That's on TV doing a uh, monologue or some shit. But yeah, I, I went up there, um, and God, it was it was my, my nervousness was so corny. I think the first joke I said was, oh, man, it's my first time ever doing comedy. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be holding the mic or my dick. And that <laughs> was so bad. I hate thinking about it now because of how bad the joke was. But that's how nervous I was. I was in no way comfortable uh, as I am now. I'm not saying I'm completely comfortable now, but damn, to think about me doing that and remember that was the first joke I ever said in front of a microphone is <laughs> torturous to my soul. Yeah, I bet. I bet. That is pretty frightening. My first experience, I don't know if you ever heard or ever performed at this place at the Boston Mall in Arlington. It's called the Comedy Spot. Ooh, I heard of it. Yeah. Next to, uh, next to uh, Medieval Times? I think so. It was like, it was in a movie. It was next to, right next to the movie theater. It okay. was like, an, it was like, an, there was like two rooms. Uh, the improv room, I never performed there, but it was a nicer, nicer, bigger stage. But there's the other room where us comics, you know, do the open mics. And it was like a smaller, darker room. And the first time I ever did stand up, which was, uh, yeah, around your same time, 2015, 2016, uh, I heard about it with, with I think, uh, within my, my comedian friend. Uh, well, he's not, he's not a comic no more he tried it but then he gave up but he heard about it he he told me about it and then like we decided like you know sign up uh and then we said bring bring our own crowd out and we're don't get me wrong i was so freaking both of us were so freaking nervous even the night before because this is like oh shit i'm finally about to do this and when i tell you bro like we felt to see when like a lot of our friends and some family members came and that kind of like we helped pack that room out. Even the host was happy. And he's like, "Oh man, we don't we usually don't pack this stuff out." And nice. and he went on. He did decent, but I was next right after him. Oh, I was about to. I was sweating like shit. And I told my <laughs> yeah. And I told and I, <laughs> I told myself, bro, bro, this is 
you wanted to do this, you wrote down your jokes, your jokes are your life, just tell it, right? Just freaking go do it. And luckily for me, when I got on stage after he, the host introduced me, like I felt better because the light was shining in my face and I can't see the crowd. So like, I was just like, ah, you know, let me, let, me, let me just tell it. And all I did was just wrote jokes and told the jokes that I only understood at the time, which was my family. With no punchlines, just all setups and just funny stories. And then, and then, like, I heard a couple of like, I heard a couple of chuckle and then like decent laughs. And I felt like when you just hear that first even chuckle and laugh, it's just like, ah, I can actually freaking do this, you know? And yeah. and then like, I think from there on that that it became like a little drug. I was like, I gotta do this, you know? And then when you always think about that first time, like, and you did, you like did okay or decent. Do you ever? I, I I I always thought like, what if I all? What if I bomb for the first time? Would I have the balls to just like tell myself to do it again, and just like you know, and like maybe I would have like just listened to my parents and just continue on with school, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you never know. But that was that was my experience. But then after that, that for like almost like a year, a little bit more than a year, I've been like performing at that same place with just no crowd. And just mostly mm. comics, like I did not know who to talk to, where to perform at, like you know what I'm saying, perform somewhere else. And all I did was just perform with a group of male comics with no crowd, and then we just looked like a bunch of freaking like you know, like uh, drug addicts, like in a freaking rehab in a freaking dark room in a prison and shit. And, and I mean know, that's that's most mics. That's most yeah. mics. And but like for a year, like though, this is like I've been performing there without knowing where I where else I can perform. I was just telling myself, how do I get to DC? And then my friend I went to high school with, it's just luckily I bragged bragged about to my you know community that I'm doing stand up. He gave me a he just texted me like uh, stand up comedy to go. You heard that? Mm. He texted me that information because they just went to a show and saw it because he used to work like near DC, so he decided to go to that show with his coworker. So he texted me that, and I and I was like, "Thanks, bro." I clicked on that, you know, did the information, like uh, send the video, and you know how stand-up comedy go, like works and shit. So I went there, like literally bombed in front of like three of my coworkers, and yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know what's funny? I did I didn't do good, and I never like performed there ever again. But right after <laughs> that, right after that, just because like. Uh, I guess he's part of the DC comedy scene. I got friend requests from other comedians. You know, the f first friend request I got after I performed at that shitty show, Alex Starr. So that's when I met my man, uh, all, all man Alex Starr, and then he sent us salute to him, man. He yep. he's he gives like like you know young comics like uh, like a lot of opportunities. So I a message. So I heard about him, and that's when I found out about the website DC Open Mics or shows where you can get get through just because of just one freaking text message. You know? Maybe we leave that that's how yeah, it man. When I, that's when I realized social like in, in my mind too that social media was power and shit. And that's how it all started. It's just like you gotta live in the moment. So that's my comedy story. It's just like I decided to do it, I lived in the moment, like killed and bombed. You know? Moral of the story is you already killed in front of your family, so you don't have to invite them to any more shows. Yeah. <laughs> you can just tell them from now on, hey, you remember that first time you saw me? I'm still doing that. Still yeah, my, 
Yeah, but like it's like it's only my friends that came, but like it's my my comedian friend um Cortez. He brought his family and his friends, so he's oh. mostly packed the crowd. This is like I did not want my not gonna lie, I did not want my parents to see me do stand up for the first time. But they saw me do stand up at the Mr. Vietfest pageant and Tyson oh. that year, man. I was that was like the next it made me it felt like a real win because they were impressed and shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it sounds like validation, man. Hell yeah, man. It's just man, why not? The guy I gotta introduce stand up to the, you know my community, you know what I'm saying? That's good. I don't have that pressure. I can just pop in a Def Jam DVD and keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. All right. Cool, man. Thank you so much for listening to the VooRoo podcast. Please share and subscribe to our podcast on any streaming platform. If you love it, please give us five stars and tell us why. If you don't love it, still, please tell it. Please give us five stars and tell us and tell us why. Even you know, I, to to me, we we five star material no matter what. All right, peace and love.